It's a Thursday afternoon, just after one o'clock again, which means another edition of Between Two Firms. Hello, I'm Mabale Moloi. And I'm Aspasia Karis. We are trying to change things up a little bit um, for this for this little show of ours. So we're going to start this new thing. The Women's News. We're actually looking for a, a oh. really good title. So yes, we are. People must send us some ideas. Yes, I mean, we kind of went through a few suggestions. Naked News was thrown as a suggestion, but we didn't like that. Burning your bra news, but we thought that might need like a sort of soundtrack but to accompany it. Yes. Essentially, you know, it's about going through stories in the news that are about or relevant or pertaining to women or just get us a little fired up under our collar because, you know, that's um, how we roll. Well, that's how the that's how society usually likes to treat us. You know, they say things or they throw things at us and then we... You know, it, it doesn't sit, it doesn't sit, sit well with us. And in fact, speaking of that, um, we've invited a few, a few guests to join us this afternoon, yes, Aspasia, because we're going to be talking about. Is it ever okay to call a woman a bitch? Is it okay for men to use that word? Is it okay for women to use that word? Yeah. Should we be appropriating it for ourselves? Is um, there, is there some kind of acceptable context under which it is okay to use the word <laughs> bitch in reference to women? So that's what we're going to be discussing today. But first, uh, let's do a quick roundup of the oh, wow. women's news. <laughs> do we have like a sound clip? I've got a little jingle for us. I don't Yay. know. We, we, we might need to try it out a couple of times yeah. and try it a few to see if we like. Um, let's see how we feel about this one. <laughs> oh, it's the women's news. <laughs> huh? yes. I like that. In the women's news... Um, very professional, very professional. Okay, this is a story out of the UK. There is actually a pageant in the UK called Miss Vintage UK. I just already... <laughs> <laughs> it's Miss Vintage UK. What is it with these misses? This has to be a debate that we have to have <sighs> next time, next Gosh. time. But we keep saying... Tell us about Miss Vintage. Miss Vintage UK was recently crowned. She's 22 year- years old. Her name is Holly Foster. And Holly is in the news for making some, what some people are saying are controversial statements. Um, Holly says that her way of dressing encourages the right reaction from men because, you know, she... What is the right reaction? Well, her style is inspired from the women of the 50s. So it's your your delicate little lace gloves and your ankle-length dresses and, you know, um, your dresses buttoned up all the way to the neck. So it's a very conservative style of dressing. But the interesting thing here, and this is where Holly, Miss Vintage UK, gets into trouble, mm-hmm. as she adds that dressing in a revealing manner encourages a man to take advantage of you. <laughs> that goes right back to the debate. I can wear what I like. I mean, this is like we've had this in South Africa, the miniskirt debate. Can you go on a miniskirt? Taking back our mini skirts. I'm not sure I agree with Miss Vintage UK. I definitely don't agree uh. with Miss Vintage UK. Look, she is 22 years old, so I don't know if it's a case of she's still very young, and you know she might she might need some she, time to figure <laughs> her way through things. I don't know. Uh, my my piece of news was a little sadder. Um, it 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 was really related to all these brutal killings by ISIS in the last week mm. and the fact that um, the ISIS actually cast a woman 
in a central role as like one of the people that they wanted to negotiate with Jordan and Japan. They wanted a, um, the suicide bomber, Sajida Mubarak al-Rushawi, mm-hmm. who was quietly festering away in a Jordanian jail after her suicide bomb failed to explode oh, in no. a Jordanian um, wedding in, back in 2005. Oh, no. And suddenly ISIS remembered her. <laughs> her, her, and, and, and I mean, it's very interesting to me because she has basically, other than confessed to being a suicide bomber, never, um, actually explained her reasoning, her rationale. She's been, she, she sat in isolation, self-imposed isolation mm-hmm. in the jail for all these years. Um, molding, molding quietly away, festering in her madness, in her jihadi madness. And basically they, they suddenly demanded her back. And the Jordanian said, not unless you return Lieutenant Kasabe. And then we know what happened with Lieutenant Kasabe and the terrible, uh, immolation when they burned him alive in the cage and what have you. And then, uh, in retaliation, the Jordanians, um, Miss uh, Sajida Mubarak, Ms. Mrs. Al-Rishawi is now dead. And I thought it was very interesting because I think it bodes badly for the – there have been all these cases of the suicide bombers in Nigeria where they're using the young women, probably many of them those Nigerian girls – well, yes. I mean, this is this is the hor- who never got brought back. This is a horrific thing, um, because you know you'll hear some reports coming out of Nigeria about how a lot of those uh, girls who were kidnapped mm. hashtag Bring Back Our Girls, a lot of those girls are now prisoners somewhere, and the majority of them are now pregnant. And also, so you can just yeah. imagine the kind of circumstances the is, that ISIS these women is not in love with the the female population. No, so, I mean, so I thought it was like a very strange and interesting turn of events. But tragic. No, absolutely. I agree with you on that. But here's another um, turn of events, which I think is is bordering on a little bit of tragic, because there's a new study which which shows that about 40% of pregnancies globally, 40% of them Mm. are unwanted pregnancies. And the reason for that is because women, um, predominantly in third world countries, are still either very fearful or they're not educated when it comes to contraceptives. So they have fears of the pill Condoms, coils, all these different forms of the contraceptives. Female condom, which is the most scary contraption. <laughs> I'm scared of that. <laughs> like, you, what is that? Have you seen this uh, thing, though? Boring. It's just so, it's huge. It looks like you've got I'm with this. those ladies. I'm also scared. I'm <laughs> just, running scared. It's, it really doesn't look attractive. But I think this is a very interesting mm. t- uh, statistic. Uh, that 40%. And the very sad statistic. Yes, 40%. Then it brings into, you know, and how many of those countries allow abortion or do people have easy access to it and abortion is like such a big and terrible topic in and of itself and also how, how what uh, what percentage of these women are then being controlled by the men that are, exactly. that are making their lives you don't want to wear the condom yes, to you know, start with yeah so you you as a woman must just deal with that so i think that that is startling that 40 percent of women are pregnant and they don't necessarily want to be and then what do you do then you end up with the kind of stories where babies are being dumped in rubbish bins as well it's just it's a mess again it it just speaks to the you know women not being empowered enough in this case now here is a story of some empowerment that happened um the twitter ceo dick costello <laughs> just saying <laughs> announced in an internal memo 
that he takes personal responsibility for Twitter's failure to contain the trolling and abuse that is prevalent, specifically on his own social network. Yes. Uh, he said, and I quote, we suck at dealing with abuse and trolls on the platform, and we've sucked at it for years. So this was an internal memo, and the reason it came around, like happened, that he answered, he wrote this internal memo to his staff, was that the staff were questioning him because last week, a journalist, or this week in fact, Lindy West, um, detailed the abuse that she had personally received on Twitter, and she she ran this story on this American life, which is a huge thing in the States. And it caused a huge fracas within <laughs> Twitter. People wrote then to the CEO, yeah. his own employees, and yeah. said, what the hell are we doing about this? Because according to West, uh, she had this terrible troll. I mean, she has a lot of trolls because basically she's um, a supersized lady. Okay, she's so fat, okay, yeah, and yeah. she loves it, and she writes lots of articles about it. Oh, and, and every time she writes, she's outspoken. She, she's outspoken, and every time she writes about it, she gets completely trolled terribly. But the thing that like truly broke her was a guy who, and she wrote about this. Um, he impersonated her father who had died. And created this Twitter account and started abusing her, saying how disappointed he was from beyond mm. death yeah, with his yeah. fat daughter and what have you. Yeah. And so she wrote about this. And this guy came forward and wrote her an email and said that actually he was reformed after reading how he had actually hurt her. And it transpired that this particular troll was a fat guy himself mm. who had huge self-esteem issues. Anyway, to cut a long story short... The employees of Twitter took on their CEO and said, what is happening? What are we doing? And he is saying he's taking personal responsibility to eliminate the trolls. And I think that that says a lot because let's face it, managing Twitter. I mean, Twitter is a monster. Okay. It's like, it's like going out into war sometimes when you step onto these Twitter, Twitter streets. And it's very difficult to balance that whole freedom of expression and freedom of think, of speech thing with, um, trying to control Trolling and abusing each other on Twitter. They've got, they've got whole companies in China and Malaysia and all sorts of places, the Philippines, yeah. where they sit to control the the terrible things that people say on social platforms. That's their job, and people apparently have like sort of post traumatic stress disorder from working there. The longest that they can survive after reading all the abuse is about a year. Well, you know what? And they are fundamentally changed uh, afterwards. The CEO of Twitter is taking personal responsibility. So all, all I'm going to say to you, um, <laughs> what's his name again? Dick, Mr. Dick. Mr. Dick I'm, I'm, Please, I'm all for it. Buddy. You know what? Uh, we're running out of time because we need, we need to get our guests in here. Yes. And wow, what an array and an assortment of people that we've invited to join us in our discussion this morning. Or rather this afternoon. Uh, so we're going to wrap it up here for the news. That was the woman's news. But um, as a way of um, setting the tone of what we're going to be talking about this afternoon, this is only appropriate.
ASAP Rocky and them bad bitches. Which are his fucking problem, which you ask me isn't such a problem, really. I mean, if you have attractive women and you can't decide among all of them, it doesn't really sound like a problem. It's not a problem. Okay, so let me quickly introduce our guests this afternoon. We've got Lisa Khan joining us, business uh, strategist and a presenter at Radio Today. That's Hello, right. Lisa. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming through today. And then we've got Zota Kumalo, who is the arts editor of Mail and Guardian magazine. Zota. Uh, Hello. And I mean, she is our voice of reason. Yes. Zota is our voice of reason. So every time... We have a crazy debate. <laughs> because, crazy ass debate. Yeah, you know, because you need somebody who's kind of, who's sensible to, you She's know, sensible. to pull us all back. I uh, hope so, especially with this topic. It might get quite heated. Yeah, to, to pull ourselves back to ourselves. And then <laughs> I've also, um, I also invited um, somebody that I actually, I know, but... We used to see each other at ENCA because you used to work at ENCA and then now you're this big star. You're, you're an artist, you're a rapper, you're a producer, you're a writer, you're a this, you're a that. You've got all these accolades now. Yeah. Uh, Lise aka Blackless. Thank you so much for coming through Thank this afternoon. Now, a lot of people might say that you are very brave coming in here as the only man in a room full of women <laughs> when we're talking about this topic. But you know what? We needed, we needed a guy's perspective in sure. this, in this sense. Yeah. So let me begin by and saying this. Who actually operates in this um, particular area? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I mean, let's we're, do it. Can you see you the, 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 the bees of sweat rolling down the <laughs> forehead as we it, speak? I can see it. Look, I've already gotten nervous in the car, dealt with it, now I'm here. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Les, thank you for joining us this afternoon. Mm. So let me begin by saying this because, you know, I am guilty of using the word bitch. And most of the times when I am using it, it's not to be nice. Mm-hmm. It's to be mean to another female. Mm-hmm. So let's just quickly go around the studio and admit to whether we use the word, to whether we have a problem using the, or the word, or whether we think... I have a terrible oh, history I, I, with the word bitch. Okay. Because I once called my dance teacher, under my breath, she was being so mean. <laughs> and under my breath, we were far from each other. I said, bitch. Yeah. And then this girl <laughs> next to me... <laughs> went and told her and at the end of the saga basically I'd stopped dancing I had to write big apologies my parents were like so I do think that calling somebody a bitch is a very powerful thing mm. it's an insult um, what about saying bitchy instead of bitch or no, are we going to go there no later? no we will go there it's just that you know, a lot of the time when you're calling another, when one female is calling another female a bitch, it's not usually because we're being nice about it. That's let's true. like that. Let's admit that up front. Uh, Black Les, you call women bitches when what is happening? <laughs> like <laughs> when she irritates you or when you see a bad bitch in the club. I mean, uh, uh, where do you stand? It's a term of endearment. You know? <laughs> always. Is it always yeah. the case? Yeah, I mean, you know, behind closed doors, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dirty toes. Well, I with, mean, men do call her my bitch, my bitches. Uh, <laughs> they talk about each other as they're bitching. Yeah. I have to say, like, it's not. Look, it's not as crazy in SA as it is elsewhere, like in the world, especially in my uh, in the in the genre that I'm in. Um, yes, Maybe you hear hip hop. Yeah, hip hop. You, you hear you hear the word, but you hear the word bad bitch. Yeah, and I tell you why. <laughs> People don't mind it is because women call themselves that. Log on to uh, Instagram, Twitter. You get these half-naked girls, mm-hmm. Insta models. Don't have a career. Don't mm. have a particular profession. Always on flights to Durban, whatever. They don't work. 
They call themselves bad bitches. What? Who am I to stand in that way? Hmm. Now, did Zotto, do you think these women started calling themselves bad bitches or that they maybe hear Drake and Little Wayne making it sound cool and then they're like, yeah, I am a bad bitch. And no, it's okay. definitely. I think women <laughs> have a sort of self-preservation. Um, and I think it's it's a kind of way of owning, taking that ownership back mm, from mm. the negative connotations, etc. So kind. So <laughs> I don't. I don't think they. It's them owning anything. I think it's just a cool thing to do. And rubbish. To say. rubbish. I, no, there no, is no, a history. Me. There is a history you of women taking the word "bitch" back, because I mean, the let me give you a potted history of "bitch." Hmm. But essentially, it started um, with the early Christians. Hmm. Who were opposed to like the pagans hanging around. And so they, they, they said they would call pagans bitches because the, they, they worshipped Diana, who was the goddess of hunting. Right. Who traveled with, with dogs. dogs that's and it. sometimes she turned into a dog, dog herself. Yeah. Not because she was angry, just because, you know, she could. She could. And so that association, they were, Dog worshippers, they were bitches, hmm. and also the idea that of, of bitches on heat. So it was like kind of a lascivious, terrible, like something women can't not, control their own. They can't control their own mm. sexuality, and that's so, the whole thing of women being hysterical and best lock them and away, like bitches mm. on heat. So it's a terrible thing. <laughs> it's not a good history. And then when the women got their vote, so it's also like a very misogynistic word because mm-hmm. as soon as they became suffragettes. Mm. That word became synonymous. Like suddenly you saw the rise of it in popular culture. So now women were called bitches mm. because they were getting the vote. Even yeah. in newspapers. Everywhere. Mm. And so so there is a long history. So in the 60s with those feminists burning their bras, they took the word back and they actually wrote the bitch manifesto. Okay. Mm. Having and said that, when we're talking about, I think we need to be very clear here about the difference between taking it back and, and the fact that it's a terrible word to well, start with. Well, between taking it back and between pandering or trying to fit in with a patriarchal culture, which That's is my what point. you're talking well, about. Maybe it's what what so when, so when yeah. you see like these, you know, Insta models and yeah. whatnot, yeah. kind of going, I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Are they trying to fit in and work within the patriarchal framework and I'm kind s- of I'll tell you this. Or are they taking it back for self-empowerment? I don't think they are. No, I don't think they are either, but that is my judgment, and I don't know them. So, you know, there's that distinction. Yes? Let me tell you. I'll tell you this. Um, Guys, like normal guys with, you know, their head screwed on properly will not disrespect a woman, a lady. You, if I walk into a room, like I walked into this room now, and there's a certain aura and a certain vibe. There's a certain way in which I will want to speak to you guys. You understand? Um, I'm not necessarily a guy that would use that word on, on, on ladies, but some ladies just don't care. They don't mind, especially young ladies. They, it's, for them, it's got nothing to do with owning and claiming anything back. It's just a cool term. It's, it's like, just trying to fit in. You fit in. It's mm. just the way it is. And, uh, you know, you use it so often enough. Guys will also use it. Well, here's the other thing that brings us, like, to me, it brings us to another point, which is exactly what you're saying. You don't want to disrespect women. Mm-mm. And you're probably, you wouldn't think of yourself as a sexist or a misogynist. Am I right? No. Okay. Nevertheless, not to put too fine a point on it, nor am I pointing fingers at you <laughs> specifically. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to make a point about men in general mm-hmm. and, and women 
to some extent too, is that whether, you know, we need to, Zodwa and I were discussing off air, we're kind of talking about your kind of degrees of sexism and, and degrees of misogyny. We're saying, you know, is using the word bitch as bad as sort of, you know, using some other words that are kind of racially associated or whether they're as bad as, can we call somebody a misogynist if they say the word bitch mm-hmm. or does it wait for some man to beat the shit out of his wife? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are degrees, but that's not the point. The point is sexism is sexism. And if we don't battle the little things, if we don't change the small things, we ain't going to get very far in changing the big things. But Zotwa, is it fair of us to say that a man can't call me a bitch because it's sexist and then I turn around and I call you a bitch and we're both women? Is it fair to say that? Is that a sound argument? No. 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 So. It's not. No, hands up. No, no, no way. No, it's not. We can't. But then I want to kind of make a point because you were asking us all in the beginning about, you know, have we used the word bitch? And I have. And I had to, you know, when Aspasia asked me to come on this show, I had to go look at myself and go, to what extent are my values and my behavior in accordance? And, and they're not. And no. that's a problem. And that kind of means to me that at, at my heading sort of ambling towards middle age way. Yeah. Mm. I still have a lot to learn. Yeah. But are we talking about political correctness then? Because that becomes quite I mean there are contexts where the word is actually fine to use. Well, are we talking about political correctness or are we talking about sensitivity to other people's feelings? Because there's a difference. The one is a point of view that goes, you know, don't police me and the other one is talking to being gracious in society and being sensitive to people around us and their needs and feelings. Okay, but there are other words that also have negative connotations. Are you saying we should ban them? We should outlaw them? No. As a feminist? But we should question them. Exactly. And I'm not saying ban or outlaw. Here's the thing. I'd I like mean, I want to just... Uh, I know, I'm going to direct this at you. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously, you've got to yeah, death yeah. stay yeah. in your eyes. I call this the Madonna problem. Mm. So now, let's say that we have appropriated oh. the word and oh. taken it back. Bitch. Okay. Which is like Beyonce says, bow down bitches, mm. and we all do bow down, and it's like a feminist statement because there have been so many sequins of uh, unfortunate events. Now, bitch is like our word, mm-hmm. and we've taken it back. Mm-hmm. Now, here is the Madonna problem. Take the word, and can I say this on air? You can say you can say anything. Can I say it? Yes. The N word. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. okay. N word, which <laughs> is something that like all rappers, black rappers, yeah, yeah. embrace. And so the, the, you know, I, there's that one song right now. I'm trying to remember who it is. I think he, he says the N word like 50 times in the song. <laughs> okay. No, because and he we're can. all, and he can yeah. because that's his word. That's He's his taken word. it back. He owns it. As soon uh, as Madonna, as this. soon as Madonna said, called her son, her n-word right then she couldn't say it people were like bitch slapping her all over the place sorry they <laughs> who, were. who did she say it to did she, she say it to about her, her, son. About her son on twitter because he was i don't know he was doing some boxing match or something and she said look at my n my little nigger like my little nigger yeah, yeah, we can't say you we're white but everyone said no she is a privileged white woman who lives in a <laughs> mansion okay. and cannot possibly use that word in any context now I feel the same way I agree about that word fair enough bitch <laughs> bitch is my word okay. and if I've embraced it and I've taken it back and I've also <laughs> I own it Nobody else can use it. So who's calling it? Let me go to Like, let's go ahead. You guys have to, you're forgetting one important thing, and it's going to sound mean, but we live in a, uh, you know, during a time where people aren't that smart. 
uh, people depend on social media for information. People don't read. People don't scrutinize information when they receive it. People just take. It's like monkey see, monkey do. Mm-hmm. You know, we Tupac said the word nigger, mm-hmm. right? And he, in his own way, it was N I G G A, never ignorant in getting goals accomplished. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Why? Why are you saying this? Because you know this word was used against me, and I mm. used it as an act. The acronym is nigger, never ignorant in getting goals accomplished, mm. which means that we will not be silenced, mm. we will not be uh, oppressed, we will not bow down. Right? Mm. Yeah. Um, Bitches. Bitch. <laughs> the yeah. word bitch. Yeah. I want to ask. I've got a question for you guys. Yes. Has any of you guys been called a bitch? Yep. By yes. someone, and how did it make you feel? And what was the context? Um, the context for me was to insult. It was you, you by know. by male, like yes, by yeah. men. Okay, okay. I, I think that it's a word that is so complicated because when I'm called a bitch, it's because I'm acting powerful. Yeah, and I'm mm. out of turn, Bossy. and people don't like that. She's such a bitch. Um, it's it because I'm putting down boundaries, so you don't. That think they don't feel, and I they should. want me to to contain my behavior, so I must mm. behave in a nice way. Have you ever been in a position where you thought, "Damn, I was a bitch." Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. What is, so in your in your explanation, what is a bitch? Okay, so here's the thing: is that, like I was saying, bitch and bitchy. I've never been bitchy. Never. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. But he's the most gracious person I know, so maybe true. But for me. If my behavior is out of turn and I owe somebody an apology, which has happened more than once in my life, (laughs) Um, if I'm behaving out of turn and somebody calls me a bitch, I still don't think that's appropriate language because there are other words and other ways to explain my behavior. Like, Mm. that was mean, that was nasty, that was out of turn, that was whatever, you know? But if somebody calls me a bitch, uh, it's generally also in the context where I'm behaving in their opinion, uh, you know, putting down boundaries or behaving with a power they don't think is appropriate to me as a woman. Do you think it's more socially acceptable to call men dogs than to call women bitches? Now, I... That's a good point. You know what? But a male dog, everyone respects and loves. No, no, yeah. no, no. Ooh, no, but no, hang on, no. hang on. I actually, I, actually wanted, I actually wanted to mention this because, best friend. because Lisa made a good point. She made a, she made a point about a, a person's sensitivity to being called something. Exactly. Now... Men are dogs is a phrase that's almost been carved into stone. And you, you can even say it on TV. And yep. we, we know exactly what we mean when we're saying this. It's when you, you know, when you felt, when you feel as a woman, you've been let down by a man. He's disappointed you in X, yeah. Y, and Z. Ah, men are dogs. Mm-hmm. No, they call him a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or oh, even worse, they call him a pussy. Uh, yeah. Like anytime you take. Or the C word. So, exactly. Can we say that word? You know what? It, it, this is this is the point that I was trying to make. Are women are we more sensitive than men? And if so, yes. And I'll tell you why. And if so, do we maybe need to sit back and say, okay, um, you know, maybe I'm just being too sensitive? No, because no, there's right. no such thing as too sensitive, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It's really simple. Okay. And this this relates to the N word argument. Okay. Me as a white woman, I cannot use the N word. Yeah. Okay. There are other words I can use that are appropriate to my role in society. Too sensitive is not a thing. The patriarchy is what's making me sensitive to these words. Mm. Um, the bottom line is, in terms of appropriating the word bitch, quite simply, 
Um, and again, this was something we were discussing off air, and this is something I feel really, really strongly about. Um, again, yeah. <laughs> can't tell. I don't know. I get really passionate. I've got like, you know, red circles in my cheeks that aren't makeup, and you know, my voice is getting high and shaky. Um, um, when I was asked to come on the show, I did a kind of a pop quiz of the 240 building, uh, 240 people who work in my building, mm-hmm. and the results were frightening to me. Um, I was asking people what they think about the word bitch, what they think about feminism, and there's a lot of women who work in my building. A lot of women don't think it's appropriate to be a feminist or that they don't have room to stand up against this word or any other words um, that are derogatory to women. Um, There is a movement around racial equality and around racially appropriate things you can say and do in who, this world. Who decides that it's appropriate? I'll tell you. Who okay. No, no, no. It's a discussion. Sure. But okay. the point is sure. that there is a movement worldwide and locally, mm-hmm. and it's coalesced around certain issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we agree about that. Yes. I would never say the N-word. It's mm-hmm. not appropriate. And we know that. Okay. Now Madonna knows it too. And Madonna <laughs> does Now she does. Yes. Does it Does it bother you that I can say the that I can no, say nigger? But, no. but but if you but said you it, you'd be like, Yo, Let me put it what this way. What if you, you made a like, Jewish joke, yeah? I'd have an issue with it. Okay. But I can. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. There's the same thing around the gay movement about the LGBTI. Mm-hmm. Got that right now? Movement. Mm-hmm. We know that there's a global movement and there's a local movement around issues to do with the LGBTI uh, live or not lifestyle orientation. Okay, we know that there is a movement and people stand up and work for that. As far as the feminist movement in 2015, there isn't a movement. There are a few lone voices speaking up here and there. There are enough women in this world of our age and younger who don't identify as feminists, who don't see a need for the movement, who prefer to be called bad bitches and don't acknowledge what their mothers and grandmothers fought for, mm-hmm. particularly in this country right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think we ha- need to go so far as to put feminists in our CVs. I'll tell you why we, uh, well, not quite in our CVs, but I'll tell you why it's an issue for me. Until there is a, <laughs> until there is a movement of women who can coalesce around these issues that matter to us today, we cannot take ownership of the words. Can but I, I mean, by I, virtue of us, for me, example, working in a newsroom that's dominated by males, by virtue of me being a woman, by virtue of not allowing another man to lay a hand on me, is how I feel I'm part of that movement. I'll tell you how it's not. Okay, here's the thing. Ooh. It is. <laughs> she's going to tell you. But I'd really like to give, to give yeah. uh, Les a chance uh, to jump know, in here. It's an interesting point that you make about movements and not seeing enough, not hearing enough voices from, I'd say from influential ladies. Yes, um, or any ladies. Yeah, I'm, not to be controversial or to ride on anyone. You should sort of point fingers at the ladies that are in the limelight because they seem to point Which all the attention. No, no names. They, <laughs> seem, they seem to point all the attention towards themselves. Hey, you can be fabulous. You can be beautiful. You are queen of the world. You are queen so and so, whatever. But what is it that makes you a queen apart from the fact that you're pretty and, uh, you know, maybe co- one or two corporate giants yeah. like you? Yeah. What is it that as a young girl, Who's should, in a very look, influential what I, yeah, position. What should I be looking up to? The fact that you're pretty and you are... But wait, are you that. saying that they all need to be role models? 
Well, I think I, they do. I think all of them. No, I think it's yes. it's part of the role of being in the public eye. I mean, look, I, I don't. So. You know what? I don't think Rihanna was thinking I want to be a role model when she no, got into the industry. She wanted to be famous. She wanted she to make talent. money. Yeah. She wanted to be famous. No, but I think when she you're in the public eye, you do have a She doesn't. You no. absolutely. What I'm trying to make is that yeah. if you present yourself as this powerful figure, we need to know why. Yeah. yeah. You don't people, present yourself. Thank you, Beyonce. Thank you, Taylor Swift. Thank you, Lena Dunham. Finally, we got some people up there who are saying this is what it means to be in the space. I w- when Beyonce came on stage and said feminist, I was like, bow down. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving that bit out. <laughs> bow down, bitches. I was so proud. And I was so proud that, and Emma Watson, when these people are coming out and putting themselves out there and going, we need to reopen this discussion, it's yeah. time. Yeah. I was like, absolutely. There's no archetypal way a feminist should look or speak. There is room for everybody under that okay, umbrella. Okay, so wait. On that point, that means if you're a feminist, you cannot use the word bitch. No, I didn't say that. Okay. What no, I said because was... because if you're a feminist, feminists took that word back in the 60s. True. And then mm. again what I'm in saying the is, 90s. Mm. Can I read you the bitch manifesto? Absolutely. <laughs> There's a bitch manifesto. There is a bitch manifesto. Okay, read, a, read us a few lines. It says... Let me just see. Oh. They said... This is the rallying cries. This is how it finishes. We must be strong. We must be militant. We must be dangerous. We must realize that bitch is beautiful and that we have nothing to lose, nothing whatsoever. And then in the 90s, they even started something called Bitch Magazine. That was bitch Magazine has been around for a long time. Mm. Um, but the point yeah. is, if you, you can't own it unless oh. you stand up for something. Yeah. If you own it, you, you shouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, well, but if you I stand up for something. With, with men context. using it in, in yes. context, yeah. that's what I have a problem with. But I don't you, see why look, rappers are calling be- me a bitch. The best, the best way to, to not allow, to, to make the word unacceptable is to not use it yourself. Like mm. let's let's just be realistic here. So you, are you not using the N word even though Tupac took it a, back? No, no, no. I'm a, just asking. <laughs> <laughs> I, let me think about it. Not since like my music went commercial, I haven't used the word. No, but look, I'm I'm uncomfortable. Like I don't use the word bitch as well because I'm conscious of the fact of, that I'm in SA. And my music is probably going to get to certain people's ears, like, you know, ladies. Yeah, my mother, my aunt, whatever, you know. sensitive. And and it's easier. It's easier because, you know, I don't have to censor all these lyrics when I take them to radio. So, I mean, there's there's so many reasons why people do it. But I I don't necessarily sit with someone and say, hey, bitch, pass me that. Because my (laughs) music is just a reflection of how. I don't even think that the men who are using it in the songs are saying that to the women that they're living with. Or the woman that they're sleeping with. Hey, bitch, do X, Y, and Z. Because... Hopefully they call them by their names. It's not actually... Yes, that would be preferable. But because there is actually something there that says, oh, it really is an insult. And when they created that thing, normal bitch or whatever it was called. Basic basic bitch. Basic bitch. But you're talking about two, two different types of people. Like you get people who follow and you get people who just sort of pave their own way. Yeah. And I discussed these people earlier And I said You've got people who just do things Because they're cool mm. Like certain rappers who said It's because it just sounds cool yeah. On the song mm. Like saying I love bad bitch It sounds cool Yeah it's just you know 
You, you, sing, you, it's you cool. sing along yeah, to it yeah. and you're like, hang on, it's what catchy. am I saying? It's, it's it bad. It's like, it's like rock music back then. It was so cool for them to take cocaine and have these orgies and do it. It was cool. Yeah. You're a rock star. Yeah. So hip hop has got those elements of, of rock in it where people try to be rebellious. Sometimes there's like a cause to it. Sometimes the cause is just not but there. But it's like you said, it's you people who are, who are taking the time. To listen and learn about what's around them and actually dig a little bit deeper. Exactly. And that's each of our responsibilities. Exactly. Zotwa, so a, mm. if, if, for example, because you mentioned context, what context are you using it? So if Black Lays is saying, ah, but I put this word in here because, you know, it's cool and it rhymed with the word before, then yeah. should we have an issue with it? Well, I personally don't have an issue with it. Yeah. I think hip hop and all forms of art are a reflection of society. Mm-hmm. So if it appears in the music, it's, I'm not going to switch it off. I'm not going to turn it off. It's it just it flows. It goes. Yeah, that's society. Aren't you worried that it's a reflection of society? Does that not make you pretend that it doesn't exist? No, I don't want to pretend it doesn't exist. I want to take note of the fact that it's part of society and do something to change that. Well, that's why we're having this discussion to try and get. I I don't even know if we'll find. But our youth is like we've got like probably one of the most confused youth in the world. We don't know where we are if we're in. We're African or we're American. Yeah. We don't know. We, we're, confused. we're confused. The culture that we've adopted is Western more than anything. And when I say Western, I mean American culture. Mm. But I mean, you we're know? living so, in a global village. So that's going to, the spillover is going to happen in any case. It's not something. Fair enough. But look, all I'm saying is you, you have a better chance because people don't read and they don't scrutinize for themselves. They don't, you, you, the chances are that we're creating a culture of people who just accept. And take things that they don't really understand. And that's just the way it's going to be until we have like debates or, mm. or topics like this one, like people in the, in the, in the spotlight, if they can sort of highlight these things, but they're not interested in it because everybody's just looking for their check. Mm. Granted, it's cool, whatever, do what you got to do. But unfortunately, this is the, the direction we're heading in. You can't 20 years from now tell me who the next president of the country is going to be. Who who has a problem in this room right now with when somebody says to a guy, you're a bitch? I do. <laughs> <laughs> My friends call me that all the time. It's all good, whatever. And, but I mean, in, in that setting, I imagine you, you just laugh it off yeah. because they're your friends and, you yeah. know, like... In fact... I say it more to my male friends than I, you know, I don't really say it to ladies. I say it to them all well, the time. What are you actually saying when you say that? When you call <laughs> Stop being your a male bitch. friend a Stop bitch. Being, what does that mean though? You're such a bitch. Yeah, because you're actually demeaning his manhood somewhat. You're saying you're not behaving like a proper man. Behaving like a stupid woman. Mm. Exactly. Mm. It's dismissive. Oh my gosh. It's dismissive. Well, that's, oh how, that's how it's so That's what it means. You know, that is what it means. If I wanted to, you know, you know what men do when they really want to sort of degrade your manhood? Yeah. They yeah. sleep with your woman. That's uh, what they do. Exactly. The like she, like she's, a, like she's something you, you own but and he's going to take it away. But that's what, that's what happens. But this that's is, my point. There's a, there's an American <laughs> called Jackson Katz who, um, it's kind of a male feminist, and he's spoken on TED Talks. You can um, Google him. You can find him on YouTube. And he goes around to a lot of the American sports teams and talks to them about their kind of sexism problem mm. um, because kind of rape and, and issues like that and the kind of frat party culture is, is a big part of American sports. Mm. So he came here last year, and he spoke at the Witz Art Museum. He's a fascinating guy. And he was talking about the nature of words and how we change things. He was also talking about rape culture in America and how we take mm. away the subject of the sentence when we talk about rape. That's a separate issue. What he was talking about was the feminization of men when we want to 
degrade and diminish mm. men. So you're such a pussy. You throw mm. like a girl. Okay. Mm. Mm. You're a bitch. Mm. You're my bitch. Things like that. Mm. And 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 that if if there is ever a sign that sexism is alive and well, it's it's that that you okay. want to diminish a man, you call him a girl. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hello, we have a problem here. Zotto, do you do you agree with that? You know, I was just thinking you, uh, of a of an example with um, a friend of mine. Let's call her that. Um, and she was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she's dead. I, I know. It's oh, there there we say, go. Yeah, you see. <laughs> oh, no, so she was in the lift with a male. And, um, he, I think so, she was describing the situation to me. I can't remember exactly what happened, but basically a woman didn't keep the lift open or something. So he had to squeeze himself in and my sister was in the lift and this friend was there and she said, she said this guy turned to her and said, um, such a bitch. And I just thought he's in a lift with two other women. Um, why is he so comfortable using that word? Why does he think that it's His okay? Space is guaranteed. And they're all going to agree. Yeah. <laughs> but it, nobody said anything apparently, mm. but I just, it, for me, it's about context. For somebody to use that word in my space in a negative way, that's not acceptable. But I don't think we can get so sensitive about the use of the word mm. in other situations. When it's a positive thing, when you call somebody a bad bitch, when you, um, um it's well, when you, when you, it's That's My a friends will be like, bitch ass nigga. Yeah, you see. They say that. Yes, yeah. I've that, heard like, that. that. That, that's like, yeah, that's like the anthem, the national anthem. But that's not a compliment, like, right? That's, that's not, not a compliment. <laughs> yeah, it's not, you know, like cool. we'll be like chilling, maybe doing something. It's not being a bitch ass nigga. Yeah. Now yeah. that is in yeah. fact, like sort of, that is so rude on so many levels. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that but is like basically managed to insult Everybody, we've spoken about this afternoon. <laughs> you know, all those movements. What, what, in one, in one. What I'd like to ask is a question of how do, you know, and again, we're not expecting you to speak on behalf of men here. You mm. can just, you know, represent yourself. Just but represent yourself. how does a guy, how does a guy, uh, rationalize in his mind that he will, he won't stand for his mother, his daughter, his sister being called a bitch by any other man, but then he will call some other woman a bitch? How, how do you, how do you reconcile that in your head? Yeah, talk us through your logic. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Do you know how we, like, th- this is how we rationalize it as men. Yeah. Women are bitches. Except my mother, daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Son, yeah. They're yeah. special. It's yeah. They don't count. Yeah. It's, look, it's, it's just double standards. That's just That's, what it is. I, I cannot really explain it. It's double standards. Everybody's a bitch except anyone, anyone I'm related to. Yeah, anybody that to. I love. Uh, That's just anybody that I'm trying to protect. Madonna over this thing again. It's yeah. the classic Madonna whore complex. Yeah. yeah. So you're either yeah. Madonna or you're just a yeah. What? <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, H-O. you. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, that's. I we'll mean, that's go, a. We'll go there. We'll go that, there. That's another show on no, its no, own. No, no. I wanted yeah. to respond to Zoto's point about like, be, like where it's appropriate and where it's not and to use and whatever, and we can't get oversensitive about that. I agree mm. to some degree, mm. but I think what's important about about this discussion in particular is that it's really important to interrogate where these things come from and to spend a little bit of time thinking about their context. Mm-hmm. So. Whether we leave here and carry on talking this way or not is not really the point. The point is interrogating where it comes from and what it means. So, yeah. like, you know, like you said, maybe you you don't use it in your music anymore because, you, you know, you're thinking about who it influences. I've had to think about whether my actions and my values were matching. I, you know, like we had to kind of interrogate what happened hmm. and, and where this fits in our lives and what this is really about and whether it's okay 
for another woman to call me a you know a bad bitch, whether it's my sister can walk into a room and be like bitch please, mm. yeah. you know, whether you know my boyfriend can no he can't mm. <laughs> really no he can't he calls me by my he calls me by my name moment. and some other names that I'm not going to mention on air. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, that's fine. Um, guys, guys, we're going to wrap it up, but I'm glad that you know we had this conversation because this is what needs to happen: is people need to have these conversations. You need to get it going, and uh, uh, these conversations happen anyway amongst women when they, you know, when they're chilling by themselves. Hmm. I don't know I what hope. you guys <laughs> are talking about when you're together, but I'm pretty Feel sure. Feel free to bring. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're not complaining about uh, she called me a dog. Like that kind of stuff just rubs off your back, doesn't it? You're like, eh, whatever. No, look, a, he, look, he a, looks a bitch broken. Is a by female that. dog, you know. It's like you calling me a dog. It's like, eh, whatever. Okay. Feel yeah. free to bring it up though amongst your male you know, <laughs> associates. I, no, I don't even think they like. It's not even a big deal to mm. guys unless they because you get guys that are feminists. What like, would what yeah. would be the most out of interest? What would be the most insulting word? That a man could use against on another man. Yeah. yeah, so that we, you know, we know. <laughs> <laughs> so that we know. <laughs> what would end in Many words, man, like that C word that you mentioned. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose even bitch itself. I mean, it dip- like you were saying, it's all about context and how, how it's what you what what your intentions are. Mm. Um, remember, me, especially men are to us. It's like this is the coliseum, and it's like where gladiators meet. You know, you, you can't talk about me like that. You can't talk to me like that. This is what most guys mm. are like alpha male. Like, yeah. you know, we have to. You can't talk to me like that. So most they'll find most things. We're tender. I have to say to you, guys are very sensitive. You guys are less sensitive than we are. Trust me. Well, maybe we've Trust, had to no, no, like, no, live with it for me. so long yes, that we've developed you know, a thicker but skin. No, the, po- the point <laughs> I'm making is that we wouldn't discuss these things because we're going to get too upset. It's, we just don't even... That's why when you want to talk to to your guy and sometimes he's like, eh. And you're like, baby, we need to talk. And uh, you're like, no, yeah. we don't. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean we need to talk? <laughs> so All right. That's how we hide, you know. That's we, interesting. Okay, well, we're going to wrap it up here because we have run out of time. We only get an hour to talk about important things. But Aspasia, Partner in Crime, thank you so much. And thank you, Mabale. And thank you to the voice of reason. Uh, uh, yeah, Zoto Kumalo, arts editor of Mail and Guardian. Thank you to Lisa Khan, business strategist. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for having me. And then, of course... The target. <laughs> <laughs> Art was the moving target. You did really well. <laughs> yes, Very you did. Well. You held your own. <laughs> Um, look, you know what? I tried to get you more male support to come in here, but they were also they were like, running scared. They were too scared. They said, "No, sorry, I'm busy. I've got this and I've got that. I can't make it. I'm sorry." Shame. But uh, artist, songwriter, uh, TV show producer. I mean, he's a man of many talents. Black Les. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us this afternoon, and we'll be back with you again next week Thursday for another edition of Between Two Fems. Indeed, we will.